on page Nun Zayin. A little past half, right? Megalalon or Rabbeinu Ramchal. It starts again with it, with Ramchal's actual words, in the big letters. Afalpi pi, shukrak, vun belev kal ha'odam ha'yosha ha'schaloysev yisadayosev. Rosh Schwartz is explaining what Ramchal was teaching us in his Hagdama about how there are many, many pratim that pass by our eyes that we are that we are perhaps aware of or conscious of, not just perhaps, we're, we're aware of, we know of, and yet it doesn't register. And we understand that in order for something to be truly register, it has to be, it has to be um, something which concerns not only the mind, but the heart as well. When the mind and the heart are interested in something, are concerned about something, then the person will take note, will stop, and will think, and, and will integrate that into who he is or who she is. The example that Rav Schwartz that we learned last week is you could pass by a million cars that have scratches and dents. It wouldn't make the slightest bit of a difference. It wouldn't make a dent in you or me if you pass by a car with a dent, unless it happens to be your car. And then when you come there, then the first thing you'll notice, you won't see anybody else walking on the street. You won't see any other car. You won't see whether it's raining or whether it's sunny. You'll see my car. Someone scratched my car. Because Thus, looking cop, you know that's that's what he that's what he cares about, and that's what he's interested in. It, it makes sense. So Schwartz is explaining the Ramchal's Agdama that Chasidus, Chasidus is to to reach that madrig of Chasidus, which is the Tachlis of the Sefer of, of Mesil Sashan. To reach that madrig of Chasidus does not require uh, learning new things, acquiring new. Information really, that's not what what's what's necessary. What's necessary is we is that we begin to take note of things that we know, of things that we've heard, of things that we've learned. People would would, would people as the Ramchal was saying before, people would first identify Hasidus with something like lots lots and lots of rolling in the snow and mikvahs and uh, yeah. fasting and all that stuff, which is the most obvious, but the least significant part of Hasidus. But the problem that truly make up Hasidus, we, we, we just we just don't pay attention to. So he explains, Even though in the heart of every upright person, of every decent person, the, the basics of Hasidus are all there. The basics and the fundamental uh, Principles of what Chassidus consists of—it's really all there. We all have—we uh, all—we all know that there's a big difference between us and Chavos Chaim, and we have a general idea of what it means to be a righteous person, to be a, an Ish Chassid. We know what that means. Chassidus. We ask somebody what's Chassidus. Again, I'm not talking about the Rosh Chassidus. Talking about Chassidus. Old-fashioned to be a chassid of a yid. Yeremiyad, person would say, "Oh, you, th- you think right away of the chavetz chaim, or somebody, or somebody like that, or somebody that you knew or that you met, but of that type of person, you would say, Law says happy tzedakah, person who gives a lot of charity, Lazar lanoshim, he loves to help people, v'chul, v'aday shuut tzedek." And if you would answer that, you'd be right. We know that that's true. That is. That is a, a big part of Chassidus. Ach, Elohim Rakha Klolim Shalach Chassidus. However, these are really the, the general basics of Chassidus. 
not the essence of what Hasidus is. Umayimah pratim. What about the wrong page? Nun design. Almost, uh, almost at the bottom. Umayimah pratim. What about the pratim? Like in other words, what exactly is the curriculum? What does it consist of? What do I have to do to become a chassid? I've decided I want to be, I want to be a big, big chassid. I want to be, be a big yeresh So, what are the pratim of chassidus? So I know that the klalim are, be kind, be helpful, be generous, considerate, and so on and so forth. What are the pratim? What about the pratim, the curriculum? Is this written someplace? It's not written. Nitan Hayalema Shahim Ainam Ksuvan. So one would say that I don't know, it's not written. The Pratim are spelled out also. All of the details of what Hasidus consists of are written and are clearly observable. The problem is the Ramchal, those are his words. You could be staring at the Pratim, you could be staring at the face, but you don't pay any attention. You don't, it doesn't register. You don't recognize them. You'll just pass right by and you won't feel them. The truth is that we see the details. Not just he's a nice guy, he's, he's, he says a lot of tellum, he's uh, very honest. Oh, that's all true. But the truth, but the truth is, we see all the pratim also. But we don't take note. Well, of Nemar, it says in the pasuk, So David Mel says, people have eyes, but they don't see. Madua, why not? The answer is very obvious. They're not interesting to us. They don't interest us. These pratim, we're not interested. I'll give you an example. I was just thinking about. I wasn't thinking about it. This just came up recently. That there's a couple, there's, there's a, a family that I know, still from Queens, growing up, wonderful people. For some reason, I don't know why. I mean, I cannot, I could figure out why, because of their politics. They're very strong, Mizrahi, you know, religious Zionist family, lovely people. Since I can remember, that I was a kid. Any time the word Satna came up, they went crazy. When when guy would come into shul, we used to, uh, I was from the same neighborhood. A guy would come to the shul collecting. This guy would, would ask, "Are you satan?" You know, I could, like some years would come in with a bin. "Are you satan?" Michigan anti satan So recently, unfortunately, their married son, who's uh, around eight nine years younger than me, was in the hospital with something quite serious uh, in Manhattan. And the Satna Bigger Cholim were waiting on this guy day and night. Not just with food, but with, with coming to talk. And whatever you could do for a person, there wasn't enough calling him. So now, I, I, so I, went, to, I went to the hospital to visit. And, uh, and she's standing, Mrs. is standing outside. Oh, Moshe, how you doing? He's doing much stuff. Oh, Hashem, I came to see him. I want to tell you something, Moshe. I didn't ask her what about Satma. I just came to visit her. These Satma, these ladies, they're angels. They are angels. And not only that, this one came with her husband and with her son to visit. And Malachim. So I was, I didn't want to see it from the hospital. I was thinking, Malachim? Until now, it was the Malachim others. Satma's the Malachim others. Now what happened, all of a sudden, interesting thing. 
Forty years later, this is so-and-so, notices that, the, that these Jews have a lot of good in them and that they're up to a lot of good stuff. You disagree with them politically? First answer. But there's a lot of good in these people. Until now, you couldn't say the word, so you, wouldn't give a, you wouldn't give a dollar to a Jew because he's from Sama. You were afraid that, he would, that he'd spend it on one, a piece of kogel? What was he going to do? He was going to burn a flag? What were you nervous about? You wouldn't give him a dollar in shul. You would humiliate every mashulah and ask him, are you a satna? And now, satna, they're ready to sign up and to go daven in Vayal Maishi, you understand? Because why? Because their mashulah was helped by satna. So, all the years... There are, there are all of these wonderful characteristics that are there, all these good things that you didn't have. We all have wonderful things. You don't even notice it. Because it it's not no gay to you. Your kid wasn't in the hospital, so it's not no gay to me. I, do they know that there's such a thing as Satan Vikachol? Of course they know. Do they know that, that the vast majority, the vast majority of the people that are just good, quiet, they're not into politics, they're just, that are only thinking about terrorists. I'm sure they know that too. They don't think that the majority of satna are doing uh, things that upset them. They know that too. But you just anayim lahemvlo yiru until it's nagaya to you. When it's nagaya to you, then it's your scratch in the car. Oh, my Yankee, my Maishi. He got a scratch. He's in the hospital. So then all of a sudden, the satna, the tzaddikim, tzaddikim, they're going to send money to satna. Who knows? They'll be the next guest of honor by the breakfast. But that, that's, that's how it is. I was thinking about it a lot afterwards. I didn't say anything to her because she's already an older woman. I'm going to start to make, start, I'm not going to make with her a fight. But I want to say to her, oh, Satma, no. And anybody said a nice word about Satma all the years, you, you wouldn't even listen to it. The Territ says, Levi ain't a kosher Your heart has no feeling for those protein, for those details. Therefore, your seichel doesn't even, it doesn't register in your brain. Even though, even though you know that there are things there, you know that there are pratim, but because your heart is not concerned or interested in those pratim, they don't register in your brain. That's what the Ramchal is saying. Like there's a business section in the newspaper. Hashkaros, investment, business. So there's an advertisement section, a business section. They're selling all kinds of stuff. They're selling real estate and they're selling uh, all kinds of things. The average person, at least in Israel, and, and, and I guess in, in, in Haredi communities for sure, the average person is not Isaac in investments. He's, uh, he's trying to invest in, in getting some eggs and some milk and some bread. So the average person is not Isaac Bishk Pashkos. He's not, he's not going through the business section. To, what, what, what uh, building can he buy, or what business can he buy? The male who some life, makosiv shon. So we know he wouldn't even he wouldn't even for a second pay attention to what's written in the business section. I will adam shizaha esik shalai. But if a person is in that business, miad kisha megia he eat on the other who pesach as madur haasakim the kairay b'shakika. The second he gets the paper, he opens up right away to the business section and he licks it up. Kairay b'shakika is you know with, with thirst. He looks it up. Lo zubovat, yitochen sheshnei anoshem yikru es oisa mado. Not only that, two people could be reading the same, the same listing or the same advertisement. Mizeshachai besoich elam haasakim, and the yid that is living mamish in the business world 
Kvar Lefiham Nusach Yavin Bidiyuk Mamunach Bidvarim. By the Nusach of that listing, he'll know exactly what's behind that listing, what it really means. What it really means. He, know, he could pick up on the nuances on the Nusach right away. I'm sorry. Vizeshaloi. Pause. And the person who's not in, in that, who's not really in the business. He'll only look at that advertisement or at that listing in a general way. It sounds like it's nice. It sounds like it's good. He doesn't pick up on, on, on a, a word here or, or something there that's an indicator of something different or something you should be looking out for or be careful of. Tim, okay. a person's looking for, for, even for a home. It says uh, four bedrooms, then, so, you know, that's four bedrooms. said then, what could be bad? But another person says four bedrooms. How come it doesn't say that the, uh, the condition? No, it doesn't say mint condition, which anyway we know is a shaker. It says mint condition. How come it doesn't say that? What's the person reads who's familiar with that? A person not familiar that just says, okay, here they're selling your house. Let's let's go take a look. And then when you get there, so what happened over here? So a person who's a maven looks at that and he knows, oh, it didn't say this. It's what's missing from what the ad, from the listing. It did say a little bit off, like this, like that. It didn't say, didn't say uh, great location, uh, whatever it might be. I don't know. I myself am not at all. But Loyerlinim Hadakim Shabbos. It's not going to go to the more pratis uh, dike, the more particular details of of this listing. Adamai writes a lavet is bar beemes. A person who truly wants to be an oivin Hashem. Who really, truthfully wants to be an Oyvet Hashem? Sarech lagil matzav shanimim hadakim shalachaim yumen hamoyach yu hein mehamoyach vein mehaleiv. The only way that a person can be a real Oyvet Hashem is if when he starts to pay attention to the details of life with his mind and with his heart. He starts to pay attention to the details of life. Lachari yom hadam. So a person might say to this. Look, the main thing is the general, I, the, the bigger klalim, the general, the general principles and so on. But what, what's with the pratim? What have to get so much with the pratim? Avokshin is bainen nirad sha'adarada. Havchan hakrelelus al adam gami shirochi mimeno yachalirais. We we understand that to have a general impression of a person or of somebody of something. Even if you're even if you're far removed from that, you can you can get a general impression. But what's called the daka, the pratim, the details, that's only somebody who's very close and very much a part of the parish. What does that mean? So he explains in a very simple way. Reuven wants to buy Shimon a present. If Ruvain, who wants to buy the present for Shimon, is not really a Ben Bias, he's not really in Shimon's house too much, he doesn't really know what's going on over there. So, so then he has to buy something, uh, more of a general type of a thing that he would hope could be useful in this house. But he knows that he knows he should put in the receipt because there's a good likelihood that the guy already has it or something like it, and he might exchange it. Because he doesn't really know the ins and outs of Shimon's house. So Reuben will buy something, a gift. He thinks that it could be of use. 
but Shimon, who has a very dear friend, who's a Ben Bayes, who's in Shimon's house all the time, he might, he might be so familiar with the house that he thinks, you know, he could probably use some bookends. Bookends. Because he knows he's got, he's got these, he sees the swarm always uh, uh, falling over, or something like that, then he could get some, some nice, some weights or something. A regular guy would, wouldn't have such a to think like that. He would get something that probably is useful, and if, and if it's doubles, so it's doubles. So, you know, like someone else give you another challah board, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but, but if another guy, Levi, is in Shimon's house all the time, so he knows that this thing broke, but he had he had a challah board and it broke, or he knows that uh, he knows that uh, that he has a certain liking for a, a particular type of safer, which can I give an example of that also? That type of a safer. Otherwise, what are you going to get? My father called me yesterday. He said he wants to buy the neighbor did a toy. He wants to get him a safer. So he, I should go pick up the safer. I said, well, I, I don't, what? What kind of, what is he interested? What? I don't know. My father says, go get him something. I'm gracious. I said, well, I don't know what he has. That he has, has filled me in a little bit. Gracious. No, no. It's a big thing, gracious. It could be, it could be, is he a London? Does he like Lambdas? Does he like Musa? Does he like Chassidus? What is it? Who, what? Where? But someone who's a Ben Bayis knows that this is what Shimon likes. He knows this is what Shimon likes. It's always disappointing for a wife when the husband gets a present, which is probably Brahla will tell even to, to even try. But the husband gets a present and it's totally off. It's totally off. It's not just because of the money, who cares about the money. It's like, why would you think I would like that? So when it comes to a, an article of clothing, she can understand that men just don't have taste, they don't understand. But like when it comes to something else in the house or whatever it might be, to get something that, that she has no use for or that she already has. So then it's insulting. A person who's a Ben Bayes is intimately familiar with, with what's going on. A close friend knows exactly what Shimon is missing. He was in the house many times. He saw the bookcase. And he and he noticed that a particular safer that he knows this friend loves that type of farm, that's missing. There's a certain safer that he would really enjoy. What kind? Matavis Ishiyas, personal gifts. Rak Adam Shakarv al Makabal Yachaliknais. Only someone who's very close to the Makabal can buy really personal gifts. So what does that mean? La'amr, according to what we're learning, ha'klolim shayachim gami b'chutz. The klolim ha'shayachim gami b'chutz. Any outsider can know the general stuff. Avala protim, but the protim, the details, the small little things, shayachim ha'k l'misha nimsa karv. Only a karv, only someone who's close, cares about those things and notices those things because he's close. So what about chasidus? So chassidus, of course, consists of the more broad general things and also particular protim, protim, protim in chassidus, Hashem, to be a chassid of Hashem. There are many, many protim. Not just in a general way to be generous, to be kind, to daven, to learn. It's all true. But there are certain protim chassidus that we're going to be learning through the Sefer. Now, a protim, he says, your familiarity with the Pratim 
and you're paying, taking note of them and being and having a feeling for them and wanting to adapt them in your life, adapt them in your lives, in your life. The more connected you are to the Pratim, the more you care about the Pratim, the more you feel the importance of the Pratim, the more love that reveals you have for the other. And why? says, All the mitzvahs that a person does, if you do any mitzvah, not for the not not lishma, in other words, to serve Hashem. No, it's a chesar. But by tzedakah, it's not as important that you do it lishma. Why? Because in the end, the main thing is that the poor person got the money. That's the main thing. The lishma, what your intentions, what your thoughts are, that it should be completely... It's not... It's not. It's very important, but it's not as important as the result, the result of the poor person getting some money. So he says, We're trying to serve Hashem. Is he like a poor person? But he needs the results. The poor person really doesn't care if you like him or not. If you give him a choice of uh, uh, either I'll like you or I'll give you a thousand dollar check, he'll say, Amoichel on your affection for me. Because the results are not, the results are what counts for the poor person. He just wants the thousand dollars. Your feelings about him, your thoughts about him don't really make much of a difference. But when it comes to Avadisha, does he really need, does the Rebbeinu really need the results of our putting on film? Like that does something for him. I mean, he he needs he needs our tefillin. It's a talus shon misafimba. He needs our talus chalila. That the Rebbeinu is, is missing something. Like a poor person who needs the, uh, who needs the money. The Rebbeinu needs our mitzvahs. He needs our our talus and tefillin. Chas v'shal. Hashem is shalom b'chalashleim. The Rebbeinu is perfect. He's not lacking our missions. Our mitzvahs hang me lost in safta. What are the mitzvahs? Look, he's saying such a big yisoyim. Mitzvahs are the details of, of a person's life. Mitzvahs are the details. And mitzvahs is a lotion of safta. The Baal Shem also said that. Safta means to bind together. Glue. To glue and hold together. The mitzvahs are designed not for the consequence of the mitzvah, not that it does something kivyachal for Hashem who is perfect, but it adds to his to his bag of mitzvahs that he's collecting. The tachlis of the mitzvah is to give a person an opportunity to connect to Kaddish Baruch to sharpen, to make and to strengthen the natural love that a Jew has in his heart for Kaddish Baruch, and that and that means a million pratim. Everybody has a general feeling of like I really like Hashem, I really thank Him for all that He does for me. That's very very nice. 
just like you have a general appreciation for people and for and for a lot of good things in the world. But that doesn't mean dvekas, that doesn't mean connection, attachment. It doesn't mean discussions. The mitzvahs are to bind us to Hashem. And the mitzvahs, and the more the person loves Hashem, the more he cares about every single detail. People who are not orthodox look at us like we're totally nuts. They look at us like we're crazy. Like there was somebody that uh, some there was a there was a, a therapist who told somebody from the shul a couple this from the shul um, that it would be important for them to to hold hands more often. Okay. So they so they said, well, you know, uh, the therapist is not from. So it's okay, but you know we we can't during the time that we're forbidden during the month. So he said, oh, I'm sure that God would understand. <laughs> He's has such a close uh, relationship with the Bible. He said, look, look doesn't, doesn't God want you to have a good marriage? Doesn't he want you to have Shalom Bayes? So, why would he possibly, why would God, who, who like takes care of the universe, why would he possibly get all nervous about, about like some archaic thing that the rabbis put down like in the Talmud? The main thing is he should be happy. Because otherwise you're having fights and who knows, God doesn't want that. How do you explain that to somebody that doesn't know what halach is? That's exactly what God wants. He also wants the couple to be to get along. I don't have to think of, of ages. But he, that's exactly what the Goyen Shalom wants. Every single detail. Because that's when, when there's ahava, the details make a huge difference. The details make a huge difference. You can get away with, you can get away with an acquaintance, with forgetting your acquaintance's birthday. But you can't get away with forgetting your kid's birthday, your wife's birthday, or your mother's birthday, your father's birthday. You can't get away, and you shouldn't get away with it. And if the answer is, look, look, I got a lot of stuff in my head. It's not an answer. You got a lot of stuff in your head? You forgot your mother's birthday? So no matter how you explain it to your mother, to her it means there's something missing. Again, there are many excuses and whatever, and, and there could be legitimate excuses. But, but it means, of course, you love your mother and you care about your mother. But the pratim, the details, the pratim. Not talking about somebody who has, who has unrealistic expectations. But talking about Baruch Hu. and he gave us these mitzvahs to do. The mitzvahs are not for the result of the mitzvah that Hashem needs our mitzvahs. The point of a mitzvah is to take every moment of your life, to take every detail of life. And to remind you of the of and to bring you into that sugya of a connection to him. For a person who has no feelings, Fashem, it's unbelievably overwhelming, monotonous, a huge pain in the neck. All, all of Shulchanar is just a big pain in the neck. And if it were up to you, you just have the seven numbers. And even then, maybe nine or eight, ten is a lot. But where there's, where there's a person who wants to be an Oyvin Hashem, Wherever there's Avaida, wherever there's Avaida, there are Pratim. That's what marriage is. You would just like to have the general thing, to be in love and to have a physical relationship. What about what about uh, taking out the garbage and helping with the kids? And just, no, 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 no. Those are not the Pratim. Those are not the Pratim that you are interested in, nor did you take note of them. But Ahava, this is why there's so much of the so-called Ahavas that are failing. Because it's not true Ahava. 
where there's real ahava, the pratim are very important. The pratim bind the couple together. All the details of life make the couple closer to each other. All of the details of, uh, of raising children bring them closer to each other. If the relationship is not a relationship, then it's just a pain in the neck and i got to get out of here. She's giving me a headache, my wife. She wants me to, she wants me to change her diaper. She wants me to spend some time with the kids. She thinks I had a life. Until I met her, I had a life. So then, okay, then what are we talking about? But with this ahava, the protim are very significant. Ain't Adam Shein like have a clawless to burn. Sure, everybody says they love Hashem. Yeah. Ulahi Chasuma. Could be that it's 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 hidden, it's held back, it's locked inside. Avul Eitzel Rav Hanoshim Higluy Lefachas Midei Pam. By most people, it comes out once in a while. Midei Pam Pam. The feelings that he has of caring about Hashem. Nuntas. Hatayag Mitzvah Shenit Shenitnu. The 613 myths that were given to us, which is the ikir of what Jews do, is tayag mitzvahs. The purpose, are for the, the main purpose. Of course, it brings all kinds of tikkunim, not ilumis. That's not, we're not mukubalim, it's not our asik. The ikir is that they were designated, to, to open up, to develop, to give a person an opportunity to have a more personal, intimate relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Remember, the more intimate the relationship you are, the more you take note of the details. If you're somebody that spends time in Shimon's house, you know what Shimon is missing. You know what he could use. If, it's, if you just barely know Shimon and you want to get him something, so it could be... It could, it, 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 it could be just a general thing that that that, that, that you have no has no shaykhs to him specifically. Im tfisas ha'adam klolus. If a person's tfisa, if his grasp is just klolus, general. Haresha ha'kesha shalai kivyachl in bari oilam ha'kesha klolus. That means you're an acquaintance of Hashem. You're you're an acquaintance. Is that kesha klolus? Okay, you're an acquaintance, but it's in a very broad and general way. Like Kesher Ishi, it's not personal and intimate. Yesh lo Kesher kal Am Yisrael. You have a Kesher as a member of Kla Yisrael. You're a Yid. So certainly, as a Jew, you ha- you're connected to Hashem. Zesug Chazak Shal Kesher. And that which is a very Chazak thing. I will ain lo as a Yehudias Shabakesher. The Messiah Hashem's book, but you don't have a personal, unique relationship to Hashem. You're another Jew, and every Jew, of course, is connected to Hashem. But there's nothing there personal, or, or uh, there's nothing of depth of intimacy. If a person truly wants to have a personal feeling of love to Hashem, a personal relationship with Hashem, who va that he should have a personal world and connection to Hashem. That he should be able to feel that I'm Mamish like his only son. I'm a Ben Yochid. I'm Hashem's only child. There you must go into all the Prate Pratim, all the millions of Halachas, Dinim, and Minhagim. The case of Eisen's Eisen, how do you do that? 
Let's use a motion. We're using again this model. Reuven and Shimon, and Reuven wants to buy Shimon a present. He sits for three hours trying to figure out what Shimon could use. He, he figures out something, oh, this taka was Shimon could use. He gives him a gift. When he brings the gift, when Reuven brings the gift to Shimon, Shimon asks, How did you know? How did you know? I'm not talking about like the roof was missing from his house. It was, a, it was a little thing. How did you know that this was something that I could use? Believe me, I sat for a long time thinking what, what you have and what you don't have. Until I was able, over the three hours, I was able to reach that nakuda that I, that I thought you, you definitely could use. That is certainly one type of an expression of ahava of love. That certainly is an expression of love. That's, and that's nice. Like a little bit past the halfway. But there's a deeper type. There's a deeper type of Ahava. How do you explain this? This is what we're talking about back on Lagbaimer's side. You feel what your friend is missing. It's not, it's not that you have to go in your head through a, a shopping list. Or look through catalogs and say, is this maybe this secret, maybe this secret, maybe this secret. Now, talk about even someone that knows a little bit, and, and more than a little bit, is familiar. But a person who's bamis, bamis, I'm a kurv, he's able to feel what the other is missing. What each one of us is missing, we certainly can feel within ourselves what's missing. There's a hergish. How do you explain it? It's not necessarily a piece but Adam's kurv, it's latzma. Person feels what he has and feels what he doesn't have and feels what he would what he would, what he would like. And when two people are very close to each other, each one can feel intuitively. It's not ruach hakodesh. Comes from all the years of being together. It's not that after thinking for a couple of hours they came to that idea. There's there's a hergish. That's the story that we always tell about Moshe of it's a famous Meisar of Marshall of Sassif when he was in the, he said that he learned the Havas Yisrael in the bar from the two peasants in the bar and they were drinking, two peasants and Marshall of Sassif was just sitting there and watching these two guys drink and, the, and, and after the first drink that they have, so the one asked the other, do you love me? He says, of course, I'm, we're, friends for, we're friends for so many years. He asked them again, they drink again, do you love me? Of course, we're friends for 20 years, 30 years. They drink again. Finally, the, other one, the one of them says, no, you don't really love me. He says, what do you mean I'm your best friend? How can you say I don't love you? Because if you would really love me, then you would know what's hurting me right now. You would know what's hurting me. You don't have a clue. You don't. You don't realize that there's something hurting me. And you would feel that something that's hurting me. You would feel that there's something hurting me. You might not know exactly what it is, but you would feel that there's something wrong. A husband can come to the house, and the wife wants to. The wife's annoyed about something, and she wants to make a point of it, and he doesn't even notice. She want, How does she want to make a point? Not by saying I'm upset. She's a little bit colder. 
not really warm, not really talking a certain way. And he just doesn't take note of that. That makes her that makes her furious. Here I'm upset about something and you don't even you don't even and I'm and I'm I understand I'm not trying intentionally, but because I'm upset, I, I'm not my usual self. And he doesn't even notice that. That makes you even angrier. How come you don't have a hergish that there's something upsetting me? You don't feel that something is wrong? No, I'll tell you that I was very busy. It was a hard day. I just wanted to eat supper. I came home. And I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't. How am I supposed to know? That, that's, that's the worst thing to say. How am I supposed to know? You, you, you can't. You're not a novi. You don't know what's wrong unless you did something wrong. But, but to have a hergish that something's upsetting a person, if you're close to the person, you have a hergish. That's just how it is. You feel that yourself. It's not just a matter of knowing, you know, figuring it in your head. Chassidus consists of a knowing what knowing what Chassidus is, and you have to learn that. Chassidus means Aleph Beis Gimel Dal. There are certain things you have to you have to know what they are. But afterwards, it's a matter of feeling. It's a hergish. Al shloishes rei of Oymim Chazal. By the three friends of Eiv, Chazal tell us that when one something was missing by one, the other one felt it. They had crowns. What does that mean? That koyach in the soul is called keser. We're not going to get into anything kabbalistic. That's called crown. When you're very, very close to somebody, when you're very close to someone, HaKesah SheBenefesu HaNakuda HaPnimus Benefesh Adam Shimus HaChedus HaMagishas HaZulas When I'm in that relationship of Keser, which is a Rotson, I can feel. I can feel the other person. I can feel what's missing from the other person. I can feel what makes that person happy. I can feel what makes the person sad. So too, when a person is coming to, he wants to be a, an Eved Hashem, and he wants to get closer to Hashem. We have to develop a personal Kesher, a personal relationship with him. The whole Sefer Shir Shirim is a marshal of this very personal, intimate relationship. It's described in a very graphic way. Adam Maven, Shekhol Shulcha Yoiser Ishi Rabayas, Akeshim Asadik. Every person knows that the more time you spend in the house, and the more you're living in the presence of those people in the house, the more your relationship to everybody there in the house becomes stronger. And the more you're a man about town, and your life is a life that's general but not in in every single day throughout the, the week and the, and the months and the years in that house with the, that person or those people. But it's more of a clothes thing. 
Hakesha Then the connection is weak. Hakesha Rachel. Hachasid is Bnuya al Havana Shalnimem Dakim Benefesh Adamulbar. All of Hasidis is built upon an understanding of the very, very dachistika, the very delicate, almost imperceptible little strings that hold the person to Hashem, the connected person. That's where there's Ahava. And that's what Hasidus is. If we don't know what it consists of, it doesn't mean we don't have it in, doesn't mean we don't know intellectually what that might be, but we certainly don't notice it. So the same way, so that person could say, well, what's the big deal if two people hold their hands during the time that the wife is with it? What's the big deal? And the husband could say to his wife, what does it bother you if I, uh, what does it bother you if I spend a couple of hours every week on the phone with, with my old girlfriend? You know, people say things like this. What does it bother you? Why would that bother you? It means he doesn't have a heritage. There's no, there's no real, deep, intimate, personal relationship. So when you say to somebody, even something, uh, I hate to come back to this all the time, like, why are you talking in shul? No, people don't usually ask that. They'll just say, stop talking, or you're bothering me, or whatever. But you ask somebody, like, not when they're in shul, but afterwards, uh, in the middle of the week, on a Tuesday, it's not Shabbos, they're not, they're not in that whole scene. Why do you talk in shul? What kind of answers do you usually get for that? What are the answers? If you ask somebody, like, why do you talk in shul? That's a, that's a, it's a house of God, and it's during the time of prayer. Why do you talk during that time? What kind of answers do you think you usually would pick up on that question? What do people what do people usually say? Mind your business. First they say, <laughs> first that's, you're absolutely right though. Yeah. The first thing they say is like, yeah, what's your business? Take it, take it right away. That's the defensive mode. What's it your business? I don't look into your Indian. You have a, you have bigger affairs than that, and uh, and that's my biggest affair. You have, you have bigger affairs than that. That's one thing. So if we're talking now about somebody, let's say, that wouldn't say that to you, because it's someone that respects you and cares for you and looks up to you or whatever, and they wouldn't say, it's not your business. They wouldn't even say that like in a nice way. You know, it's my own personal matter, thank you. They wouldn't say that. They'd feel like it's being snotty. They wouldn't want to do that to you because they respect you. Okay, so let's get beyond that initial type of response. What's another thing that people might say? Just talking to me. What can I do? What can I do? I, 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 it would be very rude for me not to answer. So then you'd say, okay, maybe it happened right now, but I've noticed over the years, hundreds of thousands of times that you initiated conversations. And you could say something like, well, his mother wasn't feeling well, I had to ask him. Or business was a, or, or I know that he's a Yankee fan. I, I felt it would be nice to ask him. I need to ask him, you know, what do you think about the Yankees or something? So, that's some emmas. To get to emmas. The emmas to emmas is, I don't care. I mean, it's a terrible thing to say. But if you say, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't believe in God? Of course I believe in God. That's a very big general thing, believing in God. So you believe in God? Yes, I believe in God. So, don't you think God would be insulted? Uh, his feelings, Kiryacha, would be hurt? Like in the middle of in the middle of davening, and then you talk to some 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 friend in shul. That's totally foreign. They'll start laughing. You do me a favor. What are you? I'm just gonna shine it. Crazy. What are you? What are you? Gonna eat kodesh or something? What's the matter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? What's wrong with him? Because he doesn't have a personal relationship to the Bayer So there's nothing personal. He hears the general thing. 
And you also die on Kiddush Hashem if you had to. Yes, he's a Yid. And he hears that in general he wants his kid to, learn, to know about the Yiddish guy and he sends his kid to Yeshiva. Not too much, just, uh, no. But if you start to ask him things like that, like, why, why, would, you, why would you talk if Hashem is in the, middle, in the middle of talking to Hashem? Why would you talk to somebody else? He, get, he would get very annoyed with that question. And, and he would uh, brush it off. And anyway, the people do these things. Which we would even be embarrassed to ask. We're so nervous, we wouldn't even ask a person that. Because we're, we're afraid of what the results will be, and that we wouldn't, that they'll be angry, and cool, cool. he wouldn't accept it. But the panemius is, it doesn't make a difference to you. You want the general principles of Yiddishkeit, you want the general world of Yiddishkeit, and you'll even observe the, the details that don't interfere with your life too much, or interfere with your personal tastes and preferences. But once they do, so then the details don't make a difference. And the details don't make a difference. And that, that plays itself out with all of us in, 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 in a million ways. It plays itself out. The details, well, well over, again, with Ahmed, and the, a lot of other factors that are involved, the Shammai, and you know, a person might go through the motions, but but what we're learning is that the Baruch is to be found davke in the Pratim, davke in the details. That's that's the Kesha, wherever there's a true Kesha, where there's an intimate relationship, the details matter. You can't explain this to a non-Orthodox person. I love HaKash Baruch so much, that's why I shalak Kaparis. I love HaKash Baruch so much, that's why I, I'm careful not to move this, this pen on Shabbos. It's crazy, but if you said to him, you, if, but, if, but if, if he would say to you, or, or vice versa, he would say that you, you, you love your girlfriend so much, or you love your wife so much that you're prepared to go four o'clock in the morning to pick her up at the train station. Oh, that you understand. I mean, if that prat makes a difference, why can't you just tell your girlfriend that in general I hope you have a good life and that and that uh, you should be able to be zeichet to have many lifts from other people? But I'm staying in bed. Uh, I'm staying home. I'm not going to pick you up. No, because when there's love, it's understood on its own that the pratim are very important. The mitzvahs are very important. That's exactly the, the underlying shurish of, of chesidus and our kima mitzvahs is that it makes a difference. It makes a, it makes a very big difference. Davke, the smaller the pratim, the greater the simon. The greater the simon of Ahava. There? Oh. It says by the people of Nineveh. Vayikru elelokim bechazka. They screamed out to Hashem. Chazka means like at the top of the lung, strong. So there's all machlokes in Chazal of whether they were sincere or not sincere. Vam alkach a Rebbe Mikatsk. The Kotska said, "Sherak anshe Ninve hagoyim Ninve hagoyim saaku b'kol ram l'kadosh Kasher shnei yididim medavim im hasheni sichas nefesh ein lahem tzarech litzayk l'sheni sheishma." It says by by the goyim that they had to yell and scream. They thought they thought that God doesn't hear them. That's the yell and scream. But the Kotska said, but when you're very, very, very close, it's enough to whisper. Or even not to say anything. 
the Kotzka was not was not in favor of loud screaming by Davin. And he said that in the context of that. What it means, what the Kotzka was saying, of course, was a deeper thing. That if you're screaming so loud, it must be you're far away. Again, there are other tzaddikim that help to scream. I'm not making any judgment on this or that. The Kotzka's mahalach was, and he's only using it as a moshe to help us understand. When you're talking a very personal, private thing, you don't have to scream. It's a, it's a conversation of souls, not screaming. The stronger the kesha, the more edel, the more gentle and the softer is the conversation. Like the people of Ninveina, screaming and yelling. Tainly means, what does it mean, Chazka? Chazka doesn't mean just the, the volume. It means, give me, give me health, give me children, give me, give me this, give me panas or whatever. Or you could speak with deep personal love. The Kesha that you have very quiet an intimate and real relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Kol hanit bituyim shal ha-chasidus na'yadu be'etzim lahasir es ha-miniyim ha-marfriyim lezgalis ha-havah b'leifadim All expressions of Hasidus are for the purpose of removing those things that are obstructing the love that a person has in his heart for Hashem all that's holding him back all that's keeping him out of that parish of loving Hashem and instead the leads are Kesha documents. All Chesidus is to help a person establish a very personal, a Kesha Dak, a very great and personal relationship with Hashem as well, the Messias of Hashem as well. That's what all of Chesidus is about. It's not for the sake of fasting, it's not for the sake of, uh, of tormenting yourself. When those things help to make a person close to Hashem, then they were done. They no longer help. A lot of fasting nowadays just makes people hungry, and so it doesn't really help, and so, uh, uh, for most people. So then, then it's not bringing you any closer. It's not intensifying and deepening the relationship. Continue with the next thing.